Welcome to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. Welcome to the Female Insight Zone. This is Mary Beth Kosmaski. Today I'm interviewing Ekaterina Walter. She has led strategic and marketing innovation for many Fortune 500 brands like Intel and Accenture. She has a long list of amazing things that she's done, and I'm so excited to have her on and share her story with all of the listeners of the Female Inside Zone. So welcome, Ekaterina. Great to be here, Maribeth. So I know that you've, you know, you've written a lot of books. We'll talk about some of these things. You've done amazing things. You've given awards. But to you, what's the most important accomplishment that you've achieved so far in your career? You know, that's a tough question. I I want to say that I think my network that I've built, um, collaborating and partnering and and working with uh, a number of brilliant people around the world is definitely uh, one of my biggest accomplishments because it is my belief that there's no such thing as a self-made man or a woman and you know you're made out of a thousand interactions and experiences that that you sort of encounter throughout your life so there's definitely a lot of things I'm proud uh, in my career including the books I've written but I, I have to say that people that I've met and, and build uh, relationships with is, is something that's definitely been a backbone of my success. Well, and you've taken this this skill that you have to make these connections, and it's turned out to be an amazing thing for your business, I'm assuming, because in 2013, you won Marketer of the Year. You were named number three on the Forbes 2014 World Top 40 Social Marketing Talent, um, other things from Fortune that you've won. So how has that ability to create this network transitioned into the work you do in business, either for clients or for yourself? You know, innovation, right, and, and disruption is definitely at the core of anything you do. If if you want to be uh, sort of be, be leading the industry and ahead of the, the, the current trends and pivots that are happening around you within your company and with your career as well, if you want to be agile and if you want to pivot, you have to look ahead. You have to figure out what is happening in the industry and where you can contribute the most, where you can innovate the most. And I have to say, you know, there is definitely an element of continuous self-learning that you have to engage to see those trends and those opportunities. But at the end of the day, it is, you cannot take risks. You cannot fully innovate unless you have really smart people that, that you can connect with, collaborate with, right? So, for example, when when the whole social media trend was happening, everybody was saying it's a fad. What I did is, besides trying to learn and try things out on my own, I've reached out to a lot of smart people across a variety of industries who are already sort of exploring it and figuring out how to really connect with customers and those social channels, even even when their blueprint didn't exist. So I connected with those people. I went out to lunch with them. I, I got on the phone calls with them. Um, we really build a relationship as we were all across the industries trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. And what we've done is we've created an environment for ourselves to sort of 
share best known practices, what works, what doesn't, and so that we can all innovate together. And so all those relationships, and then inside the companies, when you are inside the company or whether it's, it is a large company or if it's a startup, you want to build those relationships as well. Because to really truly innovate, you have to have partnerships and influence and sponsorships of the executives, all of these elements. And for that to happen, you have to build a relationship. You have to educate them. You have to make sure they're smarter. And then you have to learn from them to make sure you are smarter on things that you don't know, right? None of us know everything. And so the way I've always done it in my career is I tried not to have lunch alone, right? In my cubicle, five minutes, you know, <laughs> uh, eat my food and move on. I tried to go out and make sure that I use those opportunities like, like lunches and conferences and events and others to really truly connect with people, to sit down and talk, not only have them add value to my knowledge base, but also give, provide them value. So, you know, there, it's, it's always sort of give, 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 and then you take. So, you know, as much as we could, we all work together to figure out how could we be the most innovative. And with that, you know, my profile and my, my sort of personal brand, if you will, elevated naturally just because of that desire to stay curious, stay ahead, stay agile, stay innovative. Well, and, you know, it makes all the sense in the world. And I think that sometimes if we don't feel like we're super extroverts, that we're not doing what you have done, which is to never eat lunch alone, right? There, you know, to go out and, and meet people and connect and help to build your network that builds your career and you're helping them build their careers and all sorts of things like that. So what would your advice be? You know, because sometimes it's, it's hard to pick up the phone and maybe call somebody that you don't really know that well and say, hey, do you want to have lunch. I'd like to, you know, get your advice on something or whatever that is. So talk to how you have approached that and maybe give some ideas about how other women can do that. You know, th there is a famous quote that, that says there, there is everything you ever want is on the other side of fear. I think I honestly, Mary Beth, truly believe that the only thing that is stopping us from accomplishing something from reaching for our goals is fear. And it just what you said, right? People grab the phone and go, wait a second, why would anybody talk to me? My advice is do it. Just do it. There is nothing that you're going to lose. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Person might not respond to you, but you're not worse off. Or person might say, no, sorry, you know, I have a busy schedule. It's, it's kind of tough to get rejection. But again, are you worse off? And you know what? I found, I reach out to people just cold, right? Um, to say, hey, heard your name. I, I would be in the area. If you are available, let's, let's meet up. You would be surprised. You would be surprised um, how many people will say no, which is very, very small percentage, or you might not hear back from them. A lot of people really truly appreciate that. A lot of people want to share their opinions, their experience, what they learned. And, and smart people, Maribeth, here's the key to, to this particular, you know, how do I pick up a phone? Smart people will always, always be op open to new connections and new relationships. You just need to be smart about it. Do your homework ahead of time. You know, find maybe a little bit of passion points that you guys share, whatever that is, and just, just approach it in a smart way versus, hey, I'm around, heard your name, let's go to lunch. Say, hey, I, I really admire what you've done here um, at this particular, you know, for this particular project. Um, 
I can share a lot of information around what I've done with X, right? Um, would love to have uh, lunch and how can make it meaningful, make it personal. But the reality is, it's all there is. It's fear. Everything that stops us from getting anything we want is that. And so I think you need to just kind of, it will never fully go away, but you could put it on the back burner and say, okay, what is important to me? If my career is important to me, what it is that I need to do? And eat that elephant, you know, one piece at a time. <laughs> and you will be surprised how, how, how fast you'll get there because people are, humans are wired to help, to share their opinions, to work together. You will be surprised. Yeah, no, I think that is, I think that's great absolute great advice. And the thing about fear is it is what stops us and, and everyone has it. It's just a matter of figuring out how you move forward. So today you're a global evangelist at your firm. Talk about your firm and what you do and what's a global evangelist. <laughs> Sprinkler is, is the company that, that acquired a startup I co-founded. And it, it's, it's very, in a simple term, it is the infrastructure and technology to help you manage customer experiences um, on social, uh, across social and digital. And, and it's, it's, it's really a great company. It's really great technology and um, fantastic culture. Really proud to work for, for, for the company. I've been with them for the past three years. But what I'm really focusing on, which is definitely my passion point, is working with our clients, you know, Fortune 100, 500 companies across the world, uh, helping them get to that next step, which is what does digital transformation, how does digital transformation transformation really impacts our business and what it is that we need to do to to be sort of one step ahead <laughs> you know to outperform the market which is a you know nirvana state so how do we become instead of brand centric which a lot of companies have you know naturally focused on to becoming customer centric and how do we take that all that amazing insights and and connections that we build with our communities across social channels and really build it into the fabric of of business intelligence yeah i business intelligence that's exactly right it's it's being able to take it across all and that's the question that people have how do i get my message out how do i get my company information out how do i do this you've done it for intel you've done it for all sorts of different companies to help them figure some of these things out um to get this business intelligence um where it needs to be but what would you say for for a company today that maybe a mistake that a lot of companies are making right now that they need to start thinking about related to their social. Absolutely. I, you know what? And it's nothing new. It is silos, right? It is silos. That's what's killing companies, bad culture and absolutely, you know, political siloed environment. Because if you really look at us, a customer, and we go and we buy from a brand, what it is that we want? We want the brand to know us. Right. We want the company to we, we don't necessarily say have deep relationship with us. That would be nice. But but we want them to understand who we are, how we buy, what our preferences are. Right. And on the, even on the very basic level. And we don't have that. I mean, you can probably relate to the point where you've called a company and they send you to three different departments before you found somebody who could even somewhat intelligently talk about how to help you out, right? Mm -hmm. You probably reached out on social trying to solve an issue and you probably haven't heard back most of the time, right? And so right now, expectations, because consumer expectations are changing, especially with millennials, um, you know, 
representing 50% of the population across the world and Gen Z and Gen X communicating totally differently. All of this is changing. And what happens is within the company, if you are not connected, if you're not looking at the customer from one single perspective, you don't have the unified customer ID that any department, whether it's sales, whether it's support, whether it's marketing, right, can can work off of. If you don't have that business intelligence layer that will allow you to personalize experiences in the real time, in the right way, on the right channels to the right person at the right time with the right message, you are missing the boat. And that is the expectation that consumers have. Plus, you know, the pace of innovation is accelerating. And and so with those changes of expectations, you should change internally. And you would think that that's the first place you look, but the companies don't. They're so siloed and they all work off of different infrastructure. They, work of, they have people of different skill sets. They have processes that don't connect with each other. And honestly, they have reward systems that don't really connect to your bigger business goals in a meaningful way. And they're so disconnected that it's really tough to bring it all together, right? To build that business intelligence nerve center that would drive your business in a meaningful way and in an agile way. Yeah, absolutely. So I I can see how that's a mistake that is commonly made. It's hard to change the internal workings of a large corporation, even ones that aren't all that large. It's hard to to change the inner workings. But if they, you're right, if they don't have one point of contact, one message, one constant, that it is, I can see exactly how that's a big, how that's a big problem. So how can people reach you um, on Twitter? You have a blog. Let people know how they can reach out to you and find out more. Sure. Google.com. Uh, I'm available on <laughs> a lot of different channels. Um, I'm responsive. Um, if you want to send me a message, go to my website, ekatrinawalter.com, and drop me a note. But you can pretty much check me up on LinkedIn, Twitter, anywhere. Got it. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the Female Insight Zone today. Um, we packed a lot, you packed a lot of great information into this interview, and I'm just really grateful that you spent the time with us today. Thank you, Mary Beth. A pleasure was all mine. Well, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Female Insight Zone, a podcast dedicated to sharing insights from women who have made an indelible mark in business and the path they took to soar. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.